Dr. Wicknell. Check. 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 <laughs> Present. Present. Did you have to say that in school sometimes? I don't. I feel like I did, but I'm trying to remember exactly when that would have been the case. I don't know. I, maybe it was more like a summer camp thing where you're kind of like lined up and you got to like sound off. Boy Scouts, maybe. Maybe that was a Boy Scout thing. Present. 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 <laughs> I, I see movies. Wait, no, where the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> I see movies sometimes where they do the roll call and everybody says, you know, and I'm like, I'm here. Maybe you'd say that or you go, yeah. <laughs> but I don't ever remember. Or, huh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, present. Hi, everyone, and welcome to What Would My Shrink Say, a podcast where you get inside the heads of a couple psychologists and see life through their eyes. You'll never be the same. Um, I had an interesting question from a client, which is, um, what is empathy and how you develop, how do you develop empathy? Hmm. Thoughts? Yes, I have some thoughts. I do. Um, yeah, empathy. Good question. So I think everybody, this is one of those things everybody kind, everybody basically knows what it means, but nobody actually knows what it means. Mm. <laughs> Where did this right? question come from? Was it a listener or was it? Uh, no, I think it was a client. I think you had this one. I think I had this one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we've had, I've, I've had versions of this. I think mean, this question in general comes up a, a good amount, but um yeah, so I think like in the loose sense of the term, empathy means um, like you understand someone, I think in a very like broad sense. So, so someone will off, a client will often come to me and say, you know, I, w- I was going through this really hard time and my, I, I just wish my spouse was more empathetic and understanding mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. what I was going through, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's kind of the, the loose idea. Um, but I it's tricky because there's also words like, well, there's a lot of similar words. There's things like understanding, like Mm -hmm. did they really understand me? Mm -hmm. Um, Were they really present while I was explaining this thing? Or were they kind of distracted and thinking about other things? Were they sympathetic? Like what's the deal with that? That sounds a lot like empathy. Is that the same thing Mm -hmm. as empathy? Sympathy, Mm -hmm. empathy. Um, He was, you know, he or she was very sympathetic to what I was going through or not. Um, So I think it's it's a confusing landscape. But I think we all have the sense that we would it would be good to be more empathetic at times at times yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i my like loose idea of empathy is just that you um you try your best to kind of understand what another person is going through particularly when it's something hard i think that's usually the time we talk about empathy is like you're trying to understand um someone else's difficulty from their perspective yeah and and kind of i would add maybe a little bit of a vicarious emotional perspective right where you're able to kind of go oh yeah that would Mm. that would hurt that would that would be hard you know and you can kind of a little bit vicariously feel it feel it a little yeah it's not that it's the same experience but it's a you can kind of generate an idea of what that might be akin to so this is i'm glad you brought that up because i have a client right now with that very dilemma the dilemma is he frequently gets into arguments or sort of conflict with his wife um because they'll be having some uh, an important conversation and his wife will say that he is not being empathetic enough um and that she wishes he was more he was more empathetic and understanding and he will say to me or or to her like i'm i'm listening i'm trying to understand what you're you know what it would be like for you 
And she will come back and say, but, but yeah, but you don't, you don't seem to like feel it at all. Like there's no, um, and, and he will say like, yeah, I, I don't really feel what you're feeling. I, I, I can't, like I can, I can imagine that mm-hmm. scenario and I can, I can put two and two together. Like if someone says something really mean to you, you might feel hurt, right? Or embarrassed. Like I can use my own experience and sort of extrapolate out. Um, but it, for my client, it's kind of a, it's a pretty intellectual thing, empathy. And there, there often is not any like emotional feeling in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the, they have sort of a running argument going about, is he being empathetic or not? His, his wife would say, if you're not feeling it, you're not truly understanding me. And so you need to get better at empathy. Hmm. My client would say like, well, just because you don't feel it doesn't mean you're not being empathetic. So what do you, where would you fall on this? What do you, what do you think about this? I, I, would, I would almost agree with his wife. It's okay. You're because... allowed. You're allowed to agree with his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Doctor Whitnell just raised an eyebrow at me and threatened me, and not so. No, um, I would almost agree with his wife that he has an understanding and he might have um, sympathy, which is a I think more of an intellectual understanding of I feel bad for you or I, I can recognize that this is hard for you, um, but I but empathy I think is much more of an a vicarious kind of emotional reaction hmm. to things, I think. Um, but I don't know that what would be required of him, I don't know that his response wouldn't be adequate in almost every situation ever imaginable. Yeah, so, okay, so two thoughts. I, I actually use those definitions um, the other way around. Do to, you me, really? to me, sympathy is where you literally feel what someone else is feeling or close to it. And empathy is you are putting yourself in their shoes and trying to understand it, but you don't necessarily have the emotional reaction. Oh, the same remote, but, but you are familiar maybe. Sympathy to me is much more of a, I just feel bad for you. I'm, I'm sympathetic. I feel bad for you. Um, I think that's closer to what sympathy Yeah, oh. Yeah, and, and, but okay, so this is a bigger point here. There, there aren't like technical definitions there for aren't. these things. Yeah, and they're um, all over the place. <laughs> it's yeah. all, it's all, but she believes you got to feel it. He, she, yeah, she thinks he is not doing enough work somehow or that he should be able to get to a level where if he's really paying attention enough or if he's really, I don't know, doing, being more empathetic, he would feel it. Mm. Um, now, my take on that is I don't think you can directly control how you feel. No. I think sometimes if you, when you're trying to be empathetic, you may end up feeling Enhancing. some strong emotion. Enhancing right? it maybe or, yeah. It, it, to me, it's like when you watch a movie. Like, I watch movies all the time. I don't cry in movies all that often, right? It happens occasionally, right? right I'm, sometimes right, I'm, right, right. I'm moved to tears, but it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty uncommon. However, for it to be a worthwhile movie, I have to be empathizing to some degree, right? Yeah. You're relating to the characters and you're getting involved Otherwise in the story. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't enjoy, you wouldn't enjoy it at all, all right? Yeah. Um, so, y- y- to me, you can empathize perfectly well without necessarily literally feeling the emotions they're going through. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Um, So I think that's kind of a, just a a trap to watch out for um, and to be careful of expecting of other people because it's, and I'm not surprised because I think culturally we have this idea that when we feel something emotionally, that's somehow like a more authentic part of us. Like, I think that's what his wife, my client's wife is getting at is that he, it, it seems like robotic to her that he's, it's like this coolly calculated intellectual exercise, but he's not, it's somehow not genuine enough because he's not feeling it. Um, and I've but, got lots of questions for this wife. 
Yeah, but but I'm not surprised because I think culturally, I think we, we do kind a, of feel like yeah, yeah, we, yeah there we should be some sort of empathetic response to pain. Yeah, from a partner too. I right. guess yeah. There there's like a uh, yeah yeah. So what what does your client feel about this? He feels kind of stuck because he feels like he is he is trying. He's he's not perfect by any means. <laughs> like like all of us, he definitely has moments where he's kind of lost in his own thoughts or he's not being especially sensitive, but. Um, but he thinks when he's, you know, got the presence of mind to do it and really tries, he feels like he does a pretty good job of empathizing, which is he really tries to think through like, okay, if I was in that situation, like how might I feel? What are some, if I've been in situations like that from like my memory, how did I feel in those situations? Mm-hmm. Um, which to me seems like pretty, um, empathetic. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Um, it, it, it just seems to me like the emotional part is not really under your control. Like you can't just decide to feel happy or sad or. So what she's really pinging off of isn't that he's not able to reference the emotion that she's feeling. It's that he's not in that moment feeling it right alongside with her. Right. Yeah. Well, in that it's, it's somehow inauthentic um, or not authentic enough. His act of empathy. um, If he's not getting to that, like feeling emotional part (laughs) of it. Um, So I, but again, I, I, I don't, I'm not surprised by that. I think that's actually a pretty common um, belief. And, and if you think about it, like that is true sometimes. Like an emotional reaction is often an indicator of genuineness. Connection. And, yeah, yeah, connection, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I think that like, it's, it's not surprising. But I think in this case, you got to be careful because I, I think empathy doesn't guarantee a, an emotional response. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it's important to know that just because you're not feeling incredibly strong, that doesn't mean you're not um, practicing empathy or trying to be empathetic. Yeah. Or that your expression of empathy may not match your experience of it. You know, I mean, his oh. his reference to say, man, I think I can feel what that kind of sense of disappointment or hurt is. I, I know how that feels. I think that is empathy in a way. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that maybe he's not displaying it you know, to her satisfaction, to make her feel like he's truly present with me or whatever that is. That may be another thing altogether. That's a good distinction. Yeah, the experience versus the display. Because there's no way, I mean, to be honest, that you can feel another person's pain. It right. just doesn't happen. What you are referencing is your own experience of similar yes. context anyway. So you're never really feeling what other people are feeling. You're just putting yourself in their position and going, oh, I can, I can relate to that right. almost, yeah. And so that's, I think that um, gets to this, the broader question of like, how can I learn to be more empathetic? Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. a very practical, like when people are being empathetic, one of the things you do is you try to, it, it's almost misleading when we say empathy is like putting yourself in other people's shoes. I think really what you're doing is, because you can't actually get into someone else's shoes. You're approximating it by, you're looking at their situation and then you're going back into your own memory and you're saying, are there situations in my history that were similar to that? And how did I feel in those situations? Yeah. yeah. Right. Which gives you an approximation. A reference. Yeah. 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 A close enough version of what this other person is feeling. Yeah. No, I would, I would definitely agree with that. I I actually think he is empathetic. It sounds like, um, it just may be his expression of that, that isn't satisfactory for her. Um, but it seems like he is able to kind of, reason out what 
what that experience or that emotional experience must be like for her. Yeah. Um, but the, hmm. the thing about this though is that the fact that empathy is so reliant on memory has really interesting implications, I think, because what it means is if you have very different experiences than the person you're trying to be empathetic with, it kind of limits the degree to which you can be the, the depth of your empathy, right? If you, if you meet someone who has a completely different, like I, I grew up a like upper middle class white kid in Northern California, right? If I were to talk to some like impoverished single mom from the Congo, Right? Yeah. Like, can you imagine how different our life experiences would be? Oh, of course there would be some similarities. You'd have some but, reference for the, the difficulty in those situations, but none of the nuance of that. Yeah. So, yeah. so my, it doesn't mean I, I couldn't put forth a good effort to try and empathize, mm-hmm. but the fact that we um, don't share a lot of common experiences l- limits the, the, experience of empathy i think to some degree which is an interesting no i i was actually going to refer to something just akin to that which is with a lot of my clients i find it easy to empathize because i know so much about them and what motivates them Mm. so that when they tell me something i go oh my god that must have been you know i can kind of get inside of their um in their head a little bit and go oh i can see how profoundly you know whatever this is because right. i know this and this so you're right the more you you know your 50th meeting with the single impoverished mom from the congo you probably have a lot more, more empathy a lot more. than you would your first yeah right no i agree right yeah it's also why this is kind of random but i think it's why um we we fall in love with certain books or movies or pieces of art or music over time mm. is because we we know it more and more intimately mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. i love seinfeld i've seen seinfeld so many times but i i legitimately enjoy it more and more every time i watch it mm. because i know those characters so much better every time right <laughs> it's like <laughs> i still don't have the same experiences as no, jerry yeah. seinfeld in manhattan right yeah but i i i just know his world more and more every time mm-hmm. i watch those mm-hmm. shows right mm-hmm. so my capacity to empathize um, and therefore my enjoyment with the shows goes up and up and up over yeah. time. Yeah. Right? yeah. So I think this is important because it's empathy is not this like one off thing where you like push a button and then empathize with someone. Yeah. It's developmental. Like your capacity to, to empathize is an ongoing process. Right. Well, and, and it speaks to what you referred to earlier as, um, you know, in, in a way to enhance maybe your empathy or build empathy, it's familiarization, you know, get mm-hmm. to know that person and, and have conversations. It's hard to empathize with someone you're really not, you know, talking to a lot or, or not experienced with. So if you're trying to develop empathy, it'd be good to practice understanding, you know, first. Yeah. Yeah. And it could be that if you like people often talk about, I want to be more empathetic for the purposes of having better like conversations or interactions with other people. Kind of ironically, the way to get better at empathizing might actually be to, not just try and have more conversations with them. It could be to try and understand their history or their background or their context more broadly. Mm-hmm. Um, that could actually help you in those conversations more if you, if you can fill in the details a little bit more about their context and create bridges between your own experience and what theirs are. Yeah, before the conversations, there might be a more listening involved, <laughs> right? Shocker. More kind of understanding the 
the nuances of their experience. And I think, I think one way to, to enhance empathy is, is, um, one to just be open to it, you know, to kind of say, I do kind of want to emotionally understand what this person's going through. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then to express empathy. I think actually expressions of empathy enhance empathy. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know? Give me an example of an expression of empathy. Well, for you, well, and maybe there's a, a middle step there to express empathy. You do put yourself in that situation a little bit. You do have to say, Oh yeah, I could see how that would hurt someone's feelings potentially or, right. or knowing what I know about you, I could see why that would hurt. Right. Um, they made a joke about, um, y- you know, um, their dad and your dad passed away just mm. two days ago. Ugh, I could see how, you know, that would be kind of a trigger to remember your dad and how painful right. that might be. And, but, and then it, to express that, you know, is that next step might be to say, geez, that, that must've been a little bit rough to hear something like that in this, this state. Is, this is such a good point. I think going back to our early example of my client and his wife, mm-hmm. th- I'm, I'm pretty sure I haven't actually spoken with his wife. This is what she wants. She, I think she has a hard time articulating it and, and he doesn't quite know it yet, but she, she wants him to be more expressive of his empathy, mm-hmm. right? And she's saying she wants more emotion. I suspect that what she wants is more participation, more, because, um, almost, uh, yeah, commiserating, like almost. Yeah, kind of like yeah. him outwardly, not just understanding, but communicating to her explicitly that he understands. Use right? more emotion terms. <laughs> yeah, or, or, or just, I mean, in some ways, actually just talk more. I think he listens actually very well. Uh, yeah. Well, it sounds he, like he's empathetic to me. It just sounds like he does have it. I, th- I think he is. It's just not but, the expression that she's looking for. But maybe that's a part of it too, that, yeah. that a lot of us don't, re- it's not just the input mm-hmm, side, mm-hmm. the understanding. There's an output side where you reflect back what you think they're experiencing. And this is where it's tricky because it's a catch-22. A lot of us think of being empathetic means just being a good listener, like shut up and listen, mm-hmm. right? Um, but really, I think there you actually do need some output too. You need some. Now, it's not it's not giving advice. It's not like telling people about what what you would do in that situation or something like that, right? It's it's showing the other person. It's showing them that you are trying to understand their world by saying something like, "Oh wow, yeah, I can see how that would have made you really frustrated." Yeah, that, that makes situation. me want to draw a distinction a distinction though between the experience of empathy internally and the expression of it socially, right? Mm-hmm. That and that, if you're trying to be more empathetic, giving attention to both might be a really good way to kind of do that. To to both um, be mindful of your experience of it internally, and then to practice expressing it socially in a way that might be beneficial for the social other. There, yes, um, because it is empathy is something that does allow. I, I think the reason people want to enhance empathy in, in many cases is to improve a relationship or to feel more connected to somebody. And therefore the expression of that empathy might be just as important as your own internal experience. That's a, of it. I think that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. I think most people, I don't know about most people, a lot of people, when they say I like, I want so-and-so to be more empathetic, they may not realize it, but almost always what people want is connection. They want to feel mm-hmm. less mm-hmm. alone in their suffering or what they want to feel like someone is with them and understands them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what empathy is, right? Your ability to connect with me in this moment. I, I mean, I think that's a, yeah, certainly yeah. a big part of it. And I think a lot of times it does require that next step of expressing in, in small sort of targeted ways, um, your empathy, not mm-hmm. just you understanding it. But, but this is where it's, 
it's interesting because it sort of conflicts with the standard idea of empathy, which is that like, again, you just shut up and let them talk, right? No, you have to do some talking. Yeah. It's also though, I think it's, and I, I struggle with this as a therapist a lot. It's tricky because you, to empathize, it's a complicated activity. Okay, so if someone's describing some painful thing. You're trying to really be really present and just listen, mm-hmm. right? But to really empathize, you have you actually have to take your attention off of them and go into your own memory to think about something similar you've been through, or to even so, guess at what they might have been. Totally, feeling. yeah. So you're you're is, actually yeah. shifting your attention off of them and onto you for a little while, right? Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. is which is interesting, right? Mm-hmm. And then you also have to basically you have to interrupt them to some degree if you're going to express the empathy. Now you, you can do that well. You can do that with finesse. You're not literally interrupting them. Right. Um, but there's this tension here with empathy that it's, it's not just like sitting there and focusing exclusively on the other person with nothing going on in your brain. It's a, it's like a dance. Mm-hmm. There, it's a, it's a real like back and forth attentionally. Like your mind is kind of like ping ponging all over the place. And that's, it's just a hard thing to balance. I think to get the right, sort of it's a very cognitively demanding activity it's like playing chess yeah. or something like and there, there's a lot of nuanced levels to it because like we've we've kind of identified that the expression of it in a social situation is worth its weight in gold yeah and in a social situation if it's not expressed it's not it's not it doesn't exist right. but you can't do the expression genuinely unless you've done the the first half of it internally the, yeah unless yeah. you have really thought through like yeah what must that be like for that person yeah. So you can't skip the first step. <laughs> well, and, and, and I can be very empathetic to someone um, and completely walk away and feel like I was empathetic, but it does zero for our relationship if I don't express that maybe. Because empathy is about connecting to somebody else's experience and kind of letting them know you're present. Sometimes. I, I think sometimes it is enough just to, I mean, literally to just kind of be a good listener. And like, I think sometimes that's, all people need. Sure. And some want. people that, that is connective enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it could be the case that in different, even the same person in different situations might need more than that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, and, and you as well. I mean, there might be context where just having someone listen is good enough mm-hmm. and then wanting someone to say, I, I understand and I get ya. Yeah. you know, is also helpful too. So that's interesting. So your advice to your client, <laughs> It sounds like it's going to be, can we express your empathy, what you're doing verbally yeah. in chunks to see where the range is, where your wife will feel more connected to. Yeah. We're basically going to do an experiment where we're going to say like, okay, this thing where she wants you to feel the emotion more, respect that, but forget about it. Yeah. Like, you don't have to do that. What we're going to do is we're going to run an experiment and we're going to say, we're going to test this hypothesis that what she really wants and has a hard time maybe articulating is that she wants to feel more connected with you when mm-hmm. she's struggling with something. And the way to do that, the best way to do that is you've got the first half down, which is trying to do the, the understanding part of empathy. Mm-hmm. What you maybe need to work on is expressing that in a way that communicates to her that you care and that you understand to some degree what she's going through. Right. And that's through things like some sort of basic reflective listening things mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you're verbalizing, you're kind of mirroring back in some way what they're saying. Like, oh yeah, like that, I can see how that would be really frustrating given X, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or yeah, that makes sense that, you know, you would be really irritated. Um, some, you know, stuff like that. Stuff that seems to, 
a lot of times it can seem almost silly to say stuff like that because you're like, well, yeah, she's telling me how frustrated she is. Like, why do I need to say that? She knows she's mm-hmm. frustrated. Why would I say that back? It's not about the information. It's about the feeling of connection that expression leads to. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree. I think that was a good way to sum it up too, that the expression does. Yeah. You can join us next week when we talk <laughs> about how the wife's need to manage the husband's emotional experience <laughs> <laughs> might play a role in <laughs> That's uh, so difficult because I can I can see her point. She wants to be connected to also, but it's another thing to criticize somebody else's emotional availability or practices. Yeah, but I think that's one of those things. We I think most people grow up thinking that emotions are something you should be able to control, that you have, if you just try hard enough or if you have good enough character, you can just sort of stop feeling sad or like, yeah. You know, and it, it, I, so I think that it's not surprising that that pervades our sort of belief systems and that we would um, impose that expectation onto other people. That yeah, they should be able no, you're to right. You're right. And, and, and in, yeah, this, this client would be interesting because I would, wa- I would want to work on his ability, it sounds like, to express and be empathetic, but then also to allow that his wife maybe would require things of him that he's he's going to have to allow her her own frustration almost. Oh, totally. And just yeah, say, and that's hey, a whole other... if you don't feel connected, I'm really sorry about that. I'm here for you, but I, I can't manage your connection more than you can manage my empathy. You right. Know? right. Yeah. Interesting. Hey, everyone. Nick and I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Please rate us on iTunes if you get a chance. And if you have any feedback or comments for us, that'd be great as well. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover in the podcast, let us know in the comment section as well. Thanks.